Witch's Tale. The Fascination of the Eerie. Weird, blood-chilling tales told by old Nancy, the witch of Salem, and Satan, her wise black cat. They are waiting, waiting for you now. Seven-year-old I be today. Yes, sir. A hundred and seven-year-old. <laughs> well, Satan, we got a lot of yarn to spin these folks tonight. So if you'll give word to douse all lights, we'll get right smack down to business. That's right. Make it nice and dark and cheerful when you listen to our bedtime stories. <laughs> now... Draw up to the fire and gaze into the embers. Gaze into them deep and soon you'll see a ruined village behind the western front in war-torn France in 1918. <laughs> and so begins our tale about the firing squad. <laughs> the firing squad! <laughs> Squad! Huh? Why do you make me look at this, Mac? Because that man's a traitor, Steve. But why should I watch him die? God. Blindfolded. Against the wall. Quiet. Don't let the men hear you. All right, Captain Mason. Proceed. God. Hey! Watch this execution. That's an order. Yes, sir. Squad! Quiet! He's dead. They shot him. Right shoulder, up! He sold his people. He's received his pay. Squad, left, forward, up! But to shoot him down in cold blood. I don't care what that man did. Ah, oh, but I've seen butchery enough. I can't look at any more death. I can't look at any more death. Lieutenant Buckley, you forget yourself. I... Yeah. A good soldier must have no emotions. Merely a blind obedience. I hasten to apologize, Captain before you prepare charges that may stand me before a firing squad. Let's take a little walk, boy. I want to talk to you. Very well, sir. The command of my superior officer is law. Steve, an extra bar on my shoulders hasn't made any difference between us. You know that. In blood relationship, we may be only cousins. But I've always looked upon you as a younger brother. You're in trouble, kid. I want to help you. You've helped me enough already. By bringing me to France when I might have stayed at home. And when you get me here, instead of leaving me in Paris, you took me into below wood. Steve, you're not really a coward. I didn't realize it was going to be so hard. I thought this war would bring out your stronger side. You have a stronger side, if I could only find it. <laughs> ah, your nerves are gone. That's the whole trouble with you. You need a change, a rest. A few days in Paris. What are you driving at? Kid, you can go to Paris. In my pocket is a pass in your name. A, a pass? A pass for Paris? Mike, you're not kidding. You're not... Here it is. A pass to Paris. Oh, to a clean bed and sheets. To a bath. To women who wear white dresses and smell of perfume. <laughs> Why, you're a new man already. Oh, when can I leave? Tonight. Oh, thanks, uh, Mike, thanks. But before you thank me, there's a condition attached to this pass, Steve. Why, what do you mean? 
When you were in Paris before, you felt pretty hard for that Coudray woman. Steve, you mustn't see her again. Oh, Vera's not a plaster saint. I know that. I have no interest in her morals. Kid, this is in confidence. Vera Coudray is under strong suspicion of being a German spy. <laughs> oh, Lord. I know you've received another letter from Uncle Charles. He believes there's a spy hiding behind each blade of grass. Uncle Charles is in a position to have reason for such belief. Yeah, but why pick on Vera? If she were a German agent, how has she gotten away with it in Paris for four long years? Because Mademoiselle Coudray is very clever. So clever that others are caught and punished in her place. Ah, oh, that's ridiculous. No, Steve. The man you just saw die was one of that woman's lovers. I don't believe that. Letters were found on him proving it. Unfortunately, they didn't connect her with his act of treason. And as you saw, he went to his death in silence. It may be purely coincidence, but four other soldiers who are intimates of that woman have faced a firing squad for similar crimes. Four others? Yes. Three French and one English. This poor devil was the first American. All acted very strangely during their courts martial. None of them seemed to comprehend or realize the thing they'd done. Their minds appeared to be in a sort of haze. Crazy as it may sound, I believe that woman has some power that enslaves men's brains. You must promise you'll never see her again. I see now why you made me watch this execution. I've admitted to you I'm no patriotic hero, so you think me a possible traitor. That man's death was to be my object lesson. Oh, don't be a fool. I don't think anything of the kind. I did make you watch only to show you the sort of woman you're in love with. You haven't shown me anything. You've merely talked a lot of rot. And the moment I get to Paris, I'm going to call her up. No, you're not. Give me that pass. Mac! Your superior officer is speaking now. Give me that pass. No, you can't. You won't. I've got to get away, Mac. If I have to listen to those guns another day, I'll go crazy. I've got to get away. Give me that pass. No, no. Oh, for three days in Paris, I'll promise anything. I promise, Meg. Don't take it away from me. Swear you'll not see Vera Cordray. That you won't even telephone her. That if you meet her by accident, you won't speak to her. Swear it on your word of honor. I... Uh, on your word of honor. I swear. On my word of honor. Uh, thanks, Steve. Ah, oh, don't be sore at me for this. You know I'm only trying to help you out of a possible trouble. I've done that ever since we were kids. It's become sort of second nature. Here. You pack now and be on your way. A good spree will put those jumpy nerves of yours to sleep. And when you come back, we'll go up there and do our job together. Yeah. Up there where those guns are booming. Up there where death is waiting. But I have three days now to live. <laughs> three days to live in Paris. Three days to live. <laughs> Three days to live in Paris. Oh, what's the word of honor matter when you gotta go back and die? That's what I figured, Vera. So I telephoned you to meet me in this cafe. <laughs> I do not understand, Mon Lieutenant. Why should you not have telephoned me? And why do you speak of words of honor? <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> it's a personal private joke. <laughs> I'll teach old Mac to try and run my life. And if you only knew the silly reason he gave for wanting me to promise it. <laughs> I, I do not comprehend your little joke, but I will laugh with you. I will pour another glass of wine. 
Then perhaps you will tell me all about it. Here, pour me another glass. Hey, Vera, you only had one drink all the time we've been here. Don't you like this wine? I prefer to remain quite sober, as I can enjoy your happiness the more. And you are so happy, mon cher, to be away from the awful front. I, I'm so happy I could sing. Say, let's both sing, Vera. <laughs> wait, wait. Your glass is empty again. You would sing better when it is once more full. <laughs> I do my best. Drink, mon cher. Your company... Your what you call uh, division. <laughs> I am so ignorant of military terms. When you return, it will occupy the same place in the line as before? Oh, I don't know. Why are you all the time asking me questions about the front? Why you remind me I gotta return? I wanna forget that! I don't blame you. Oh, mon me. Would it not be wonderful if this wicked war was over? This war is never gonna be over. It's gonna last forever. I'm going to be killed. You mustn't think such things. Why, if Paris were taken, the war would be over in one week. What do you mean? Oh, the Bosch are only 70 kilometers away. If they should break through where your so brave American troops hold the line, this war would have to end. Yeah, they won't break through. No, I suppose not. Here, mon cher, you must have one more little drink. All right. Thanks, Vera. Your uncle, the Major General... What does he say about this dangerous situation? You have told me you write letters to your cousin and tells him things when he sees him. Your cousin tells you about these letters, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mac tells me, look out for spies. <laughs> Everybody's a spy. You're a spy. I? Yeah. He made me promise not to see you. <laughs> now I told you, Vera, we can laugh together. <laughs> He said you had strange powers that enslaves men's brains. <laughs> Why aren't you laughing, Vera? Why are you looking at me like that? So steady. So Look at me. Sure. I like to look at you. I'm crazy about you, Vera. You know, you've got the most wonderful eyes. Look into them deep. All right. Your eyes are awful wonderful, Vera. I, I feel so funny. Your eyes make me feel funny. They make me... Gaze into them. Do not try to look away. You cannot. No, I cannot. You are very much in love with me. Yes. You trust me absolutely. Yes. You are afraid of death. You wish this war to end. Yes, yes. And you believe that I can show you how to end it? I... You believe that I can show you how to end it? Yes. And you will do anything I tell you to bring it end about? Say, I will do anything you tell me to bring it end about. I... I... Say, no. I will do anything... I will do anything you tell me to bring it end about. Now, let your waking mind remember that. And forget that I have made you so remember. Mon ami, wake up, wake up. Huh? Is this the proper way to entertain a lady? I, I fell asleep. You I... were what you call dead to the world. Come, let us leave this stuffy place and walk to my apartment. It is pleasant there, and we will talk. Yeah, yeah, just, just you and me, Vera. Oh, I'm crazy about you. I'm only three days to live. Then I gotta go back there and die. No, no, mon cher. You will live to see this war all ended. It's funny, Vera. But, you know, the idea just come to my mind that 
Maybe you and me could end it. Lieutenant Steve will be ill at any moment. You are sure we've run no risk? Have I ever led us into danger? No. Your hypnotic powers have been of great value to the fatherland, mademoiselle. In three days, I have made this lieutenant my slave. And his uncle is a major general. If he is like his nephew, Germany does not need our help to win the war. Now listen, his leave is up. Tonight he returns to his company. No matter what happens, he will obey my will. Talk plainly to him and have no fear. I rely upon you. Hush. You wanted me, Vera? Yes, mon petit, come in. The gentleman of whom I spoke is here to see you. Monsieur Chabonneau, I present Lieutenant Buckley. I am charmed, Lieutenant. Monsieur Chabonneau. Of course, I know that's not your real name. Mademoiselle Coudray has told me of your conversations. She told me how to end the war. It doesn't matter who wins, just so it's over, she says. She is right. And once the line is pierced between Soissons and Reims, Paris will be occupied within a week. The war will be over, and men will cease to die. Yeah. What am I to do to save my life and that of others? General Lutendorf wishes to learn the weakest spot in the line. How can I find it? One who looks may see much. And to the nephew of a major general, things may be told. It it doesn't seem right. Look into my eyes, mon cher. Because you wish to live, you will do as you are told. Yes, I'm going to live. For you. You will give the information we desire to a man wearing the uniform of a common American soldier. He will have a bandage bound around his head and his arm will be carried in a sling. He will give you the password, Koblenz. This man will meet you a week from today. What if I am killed within the week? That, of course, would be a misfortune. Remember, you are not to fear, mon cher. Nothing can harm you, I have told you. No, nothing can harm me. Not even a firing squad. Of that I have forbidden you to think at all. To ensure your safety when the drive begins, Lieutenant, you will take this capsule. It will make you very ill. Ill enough to be sent to a hospital in the rear. Where nothing can harm me. Can I have two capsules? Monsieur worries about his cousin, Capitaine Mason. I have told you many times that he will also be safe. Yeah. Yeah, Mac will be safe too. You've told me. To make Mademoiselle's assurance more certain of fulfillment, here are two capsules. Mademoiselle will enlighten you concerning any further details. It may be dangerous for me to remain here longer. Goodbye, Lieutenant. Goodbye. Mademoiselle. Au revoir, Monsieur. I offered him my hand. He didn't take it. Oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Exactly what I tell you to. That and nothing more. Come there. Halt. Maybe not the next one. Maybe. No. No, nothing could harm me. 
Something can harm me. Here, don't let your nerves get you again. You've been a different man since you came back from Paris. Stay that way. Lord, what a Brannigan you must have had there, though. I've been in a sort of daze ever since. I'm all right. And I've been different this time in... Because I know nothing can harm me. Nor you either, Mac. And because I know the war is going to end. Sure. We'll be out of the trenches by Christmas. Huh. Some Christmas. Say, that one of our men coming down the road? There's a bandage around his head and an arm in a sling. Bandage on his head? Arm in a sling? Yeah. What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing! Here, grab yourself 40 winks, kid. I'll see you later. No! No, I've got you! I've... Sergeant! Sergeant Potter! Yes, if Captain Mason comes back looking for me, I'll be up the road. Up there with that man whose head is bandaged. Yes, Lieutenant. The war will soon be over, Sergeant. The war will soon be over! everything carefully, just as she told me. It is all very clear. The weakest point, you see, is just behind Thorman's. Yeah, yeah, just behind Thorman's. All is in readiness. The blow will be hard. And the war will be over. It'll be finished, as she said. I must hurry away now. Goodbye, Lieutenant. Goodbye. I... I... What am I doing? What am I doing? Lieutenant Buckley! Buckley! Steve! Uh, Coming! Steve! Steve, I've been looking everywhere for you. Bad news, kid. We have to go back. Back? Back where? The lines. What has just kind of manned our rest orders. They need us to plug a weak spot. Back of Dormans. Considerable hike. Back of Dormans? What's the matter? Get that man with the bandaged head! Don't let him get away! No. Now don't pay any attention to me. She told me. What are you talking about? Nothing. It's all right. Nothing can harm us. See to the men, Sergeant. Get ready to march. Yes, sir. Come in here. Quiet. All right, you bugs, come on, get your packs. I, I can't find the capsules. I can't find the capsules. But nothing can harm us, even back of Dormans. Oh, quit acting like a lunatic, Steve. We're going back of Dormans. Dormans! But nothing can harm us. Nothing can harm us! Nothing can harm us! Steve! He got him. He's hit. Hey, get that doctor. A stretcher. Stretcher, He's covered with blood. And I'm responsible. I didn't look after him. I brought him into this. Steve, don't die, kid. Don't die. Don't die. They'll get rooted back, Captain. Oh, thank God you're here, Doc. Quick. Oh, don't let him die. Don't let him. Doc, he isn't already. No, he isn't dead. He isn't going to die. Shell fragment grazed his head and knocked him cold. Any of blood, but just a flesh wound. Oh, thank God. Hey, he's coming to already. Yeah, lucky guy. He won't have to go with us. He's got a ticket to the hospital. Mac. Where are you, Mac? Uh, here, kid, here. Uh, you're all right now. Pardon me, you, Stretcher Bearers. What are they doing? Where are they going to take me? To a hospital, kid. We'll have to go ahead without you. But where are you going? Why? Oh, you're going back up Dormans. And she lied when she said nothing could harm us. She lied. She lied. He's raving, Doc. Don't go back up Dormans, Mac. Don't go back up Dormans. Give him a shot, Doc, and quiet him down. No, 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 no! I gotta leave you now, kid. No, Mac, listen, let me tell you, Mac! Lieutenant Clark, take the rear company. Company, attention! Mac. Rep, step forward, march! Mac, come back! Come back! Oh, he's gone. She lied and he'll be killed. I'll have killed him! 
Didn't do us no favor when they brung that nutty lieutenant to this hospital. Uh, two orderlies and a nurse was sitting on his chest when I ducked out for a smoke just now. They things, if you ask me. Mm. Did you hear him carrying on? Claims his skipper standing by his bed with a big hole in his stomach. And that his outfit's been wiped out. All but 18 men. Yeah, I heard him. Cooker was a clock. Yeah, just the same. I'd hate to be imagining things like he is. Geez, an ambulance is coming. Come on, Sam. Maybe the driver's found a bottle somewhere. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Go on, go on. There's plenty there. What? Say, what's the matter? You got a car full there? Yeah, yeah, more coming. Big fight and make a doorman's way. Come on. Say, help me get these poor guys out of here, will you? All right. Just pull on the bottom first. Go on. Hey, oh. hey wait a minute. One line. Hey, dumbbell, you ambulance guy. You're talking Don't you know it's better than to be hauling stiffs? What, one of them fellas croak on me? Say, look at him. Oh, no wonder with a hole in his stomach like that. Sam, he's got bars on his shoulder. Captain, he was. Yeah, well, he ain't no longer. See if he's got his dog tag and help me with these other guys. Sam, wait a minute. His tag reads Captain Macklin Mason. That's who that crazy Louis says is standing by his bed. Gee, how did he know this guy was hitting the stomach 20 kilometers away? All is forgotten now. You are out of the hospital, unarmed. The war is over. And you are with me. And you said... I remember that nothing would harm us. Nothing did harm you. But you promised protection for him as well. He just looks at me and never speaks a word. But his eyes are telling me to come to the lines just back of Dorman. Stop! There is no one here beside you. Oh, why can't you see him when he's always here? You were his murderer as well as I. And he knows. See? He's turned. He's looking at you now. You make the cold run up and down my spine. I tell you that there is no one there. You'll see him one day. And the others. Eighteen left of the men I slept with. Marched with. Fought with. Eighteen left. We killed the others. You're afraid to have him gaze at you? Oh, you say you cannot see him? You seem so sure. So certain. Yeah. I know the reason for his presence. His eyes are telling me to come to the lines just back at Dormans. No, no, we are leaving France. But before we leave, we must go to the lines in back of Dormans. Oh, this terrible idea of yours that had brought us to these muddy fields tonight. Since you had to come, why could we not wait till morning? I've told you, dear, Mac wanted it this way. He's spoken to me twice since we started from Paris. Not angry, as though he hated me for what I've done. Just kind. Just as he used to be. It's strange you haven't heard him speak. I have not heard for the same reason I have never seen. There is no one, nothing, there beside you. There has never been. I came here only to humor you and to keep you from talking to people who might believe the crazy things you say. We're walking where they fought the night when the Bosch broke through. At the place we told them was the weakest. They're walking over graves. The graves we made. Here they died, the men we killed. I cannot stand it. I will leave you. You can't leave. Nor can I. I knew we couldn't when I brought you here. What do you mean? That we have come to pay a debt. Where is that bugle? There are no soldiers here. Yes. Can't you see them? 
They're gathering all about us. I see nothing but shadows. Only shadows. Listen. The shadows are marching. Here comes our firing squad. Oh, you are not insane. I see them coming towards us. And I see your capitan too. Let me get away. Oh, oh, I cannot move. We sold our people. Now we receive our pay. No, 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 no. Already, Captain Mason. Proceed. Ah! Ready. No, no, no. Hey. No, 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 no. Oh, give me Mac. Ah! It's all right, kid. Now I can look after you again. bodies were found lying on the deserted battlefield. Two dead bodies of a woman and a man. On their chests were little blue marks, such as spent bullets might have made. Bullets that had come from too far away to pierced. next week when I has a birthday and we'll have another cheerful yarn to spin ye. 